Hey, this is Coffee and Scripture with Carrie and Natalie. Grab your favorite morning drink. Ours happens to be coffee. We want to walk with you through life. We want you to know that you're not alone. We want you to know what God says about our good times and bad times. We want you to be encouraged. We want to pray with you. We want to laugh, cry, hope, and invite balance into our lives through God's Word. Hi, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Um, If you've been listening to our program, we have been talking about the book Fervent by Priscilla Schreier. And I'm Carrie. And I'm Natalie. And um, today we decided that we were going to take a break from talking about the book. And we were just going to kind of talk about Christmas and what it means to us and um, however God leads our discussion. Yeah, we're not really prepared, so we'll just see how it goes. Um, Christmas, I know, can be like a really difficult time for people, so I don't want to like gloss over that because I think, and if there's times in your life when Christmas is a really joyful time, um, it can even be harder when as things change and then you you long for that, you know, those right. years when you had a joyful Christmas and maybe it feels lonely or sad or dark or maybe experienced loss this year, um, something like that. So I did lose my grandma this year. So this is a very different Christmas for myself and my family. Um and it, I think it's it's bringing about new traditions, um, different traditions, and some that are good and some that I'm not super crazy about um, just because it's such a change right. from what I've always done in my life. Carrie, I know you said I was going to give you a, a gift before the show started, and you said, no, let's not do that. Let's wait till you know. We can both we give can them be, to each yeah. other. And, but I think that I really want to give this one thing to you right now. Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys can't see this, but Natalie, (laughs) you can't see it, but it's this beautiful little, um, like silver. You can keep it in your pocket or in your phone case, wherever you want to. And it says always in my thoughts and it has a red cardinal on it. And it's, there's a little card in the bag that says a cardinal is a visitor from heaven. When you see a cardinal, it's sent from up above. Heaven's gentle visitor, visitor is filled with so much love. Spirit lives on forever and deep within your heart. The cardinal is a reminder that you're never far apart. And the, the reason why this is so significant and making me cry <laughs> is because... Um, my grandma always loved cardinals and she had a lot of cardinal like decoration things in her house and my friend Missy, um, paints and she paints on like rocks or like different things, Uh um, different like slate, um, whatever she can find. She'll just paint for things for people. And I had gotten my grandma two years ago for Christmas, a, uh, one of Missy's rocks and I got a cardinal painted on it. And um, it was really interesting because a couple weeks ago, my husband Will and I, we rented a truck and we drove to Johnstown, just him and I, and we, and it was raining that day and it was like, oh my gosh. It's not a good day to do what you were going to do. Yeah. So we were going to move the furniture that we inherited from my grandma. Um, 
But it was really cool. God provided. Provided we were able to back the truck up into her Porch. garage. Oh, okay. yeah, into the garage so that there was like a covering um, while we walked out, so we could go straight from her house into the garage and then take the furniture. So we never had to get wet until, of course, we came home to Indiana, and then we had to take the stuff from the truck oh, into yeah. our house. Of course, it's never. <laughs> no, it was a huge job. So that morning, we're getting ready to go, and I. I just knew, I knew in my spirit, like the Holy Spirit told me, like, you need to look at that bird that's making that noise. And so, you know, it's winter right now, so there's no leaves on the trees. So I go out, I'm standing on my back porch and I look up and there's a cardinal in the tree to my right and it's sitting at the very tip top of the tree, so vivid and visible like it's not like I had to search for it it was right there and I knew as a female cardinal because you know in the bird world I don't know I don't know anything in the bird world well I don't know a lot of things in the bird world but much different from the human world where of course the females you know are always like dazzled up and like fancy looking oh yeah I think I did hear this before yeah birds are opposite so a really colorful bird is a male bird okay and a not as colorful bird and that and that's because that's how they attract the females okay listen to me I sound like I'm like I'm like like a a, bird watcher I know I'm not I'm really not (laughs) I actually am we have birds outside our window (laughs) so you should be telling us Natalie I don't know why I just like to watch them (laughs) (laughs) well so I knew that this was a female cardinal because it has just kind of like a brown body with a little bit of red on its head and its tail. Okay. And so it was a female and she was making this very significant sound. It's probably going to sound really weird if I do it right now, so I'm not going to do it because <laughs> it'll just be like if someone just tunes in. I don't even know what a bird sounds like. like. Ah, Tweet. Ah, <laughs> It was just very, it would draw your attention really is what it was. Okay. It was like you had to look at it. And I looked at it, and I overwhelmingly got the sense of my grandma. And I knew that God said in my heart, like, because I had been saying, and if you remember in past recordings, I've been saying that I just felt like that my grandma hadn't really been visiting me, or like I hadn't had experiences with her in the spiritual realm, and I was kind of sad about it. Mm -hmm. But I think there had to be a transition time, and it was just like it wasn't time yet. Right. And, um, yeah, she, so I just knew that God was allowing her, not that I think she's reincarnated as a cardinal. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that he is showing you, right. That God allowed for, you know, him to show me that there's my grandma, right. You know, that she's, she's good, that she's in his arms and that she's okay. And interestingly enough, the day you did that move, that what I just gave you was given to me and I said to myself I don't understand why I'm getting this you told me that there was something that you got that you're like I don't think this is for me yeah and it was you came to the studio that day and told me that story oh my gosh and then you knew right away and I knew right away that that was meant for you Oh, my gosh. That is so cool. So there's a little bit more to the story because, of course, you know, Carrie, me, long-winded. So <laughs> I have to tell you more and more and more. So so we're at my grandma's house, and we're moving all the furniture. And we actually had a ton of fun doing it. Like, that's not a that. fun job. No. And we're like this. We're talking about 
old school, you beautiful furniture that's it's like, so heavy, well made. Yes, no and you particle said, board. Um, there's a couch too, right? Oh yeah, we moved a couch. Just Will and myself. <laughs> and I have been like extremely lazy lately, and um, have not been exercising or doing anything like that. So um, I just feel like. I was like stretching and pulling muscle. I actually hurt my back doing that. Oh my goodness. So yeah, my back was sore for like a couple of days. But um, as we were moving the furniture, I felt like drawn to look out of my grandma's kitchen window, which she had the rock that I had gotten painted for her with a cardinal on it sitting underneath her tree that was outside of her kitchen window. And I felt very pulled to it, not like it was like of my own right, doing. Right. And so I looked over and I felt like in my spirit, God say, like the cardinal is the the reminder to you that your grandmother, she she knows what's going on with you and how yeah. much you loved her and she is well and she is yeah, it's all good. <laughs> It is good. And Carrie, I think that helps everybody listening today. Like you said, that there are people listening that just lost somebody. It's the same thing. Yeah. Whoever that, that they lost, that's the same thing. They're well and healthy again. Amen. And with you all the no time. No struggles. Nope. No issues. No breathing problems. No, you know, whatever it is that, because everybody has something. Yep. Everybody has something that they, they deal with. Um, I, what was I going to say? I forgot. Um, So I went home then and I put, I took the rock with me. I I brought it home. You stole the rock. I stole the rock. Now you just admitted that to your whole entire family. Oh, sorry guys. I have the rock. I have grandma's (laughs) cardinal rock. I I thought all of you wanted it, but I took it. (laughs) That's funny. They're probably all like, we didn't even know she had a (laughs) rock with a cardinal painted on it. (laughs) Um, So... Couple of days later, I am going outside. I forget what I was doing, and my dog Ash was outside, and she was sort of in the neighbor's yard underneath that same tree where I had originally seen that female cardinal, and she was jumping. And she's a Boston Terrier, so she jumps like my friend's daughter described her as a. How did she say it? A bunny pig. A bunny pig? Yes, because oh, Boston because of her terriers <laughs> have pushed in noses, yep. and so they snort, and they're, you know, they don't have a snout or anything, and she can hop. Jumps like, like a bunny. She jumps really high. So she's, like, hopping up, and I'm going, like, what is she doing over there? I'm picturing, like, her, like, eyes coming up your window. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> does, because she has, like, real bug eyes. She's so cute. I don't know. I love this dog so much. And it's so, she's really cute. It's so funny because I, so my grandfather was in the Marines and, you know, their mascot is an English bulldog, like the big, strong, muscular English bulldog. So Boston Terriers are, do have English bulldog in them. Like that's why she has those like muscles that you see on right. her. But she's much smaller because she's mixed with Terrier and some other, other dogs too. But to like to make that breed, um, but just that in general look of like the pushed in nose and everything. I just grew up with dogs like that my whole life. And my mom's cousin had had one. Um, 
and they're they're usually always black and white. And then my grandma, when we got Ash, I told my grandma that we got a Boston Terrier and she's like, you know that I grew up with Boston Terriers my whole life, right? And I was like, no, I don't really think I ever knew that. And she was like, oh, yeah. And she'd tell me all the stories. And she's the reason why I got an Ash sweaters. Right. Because I don't believe in buying dogs sweaters, <laughs> just to just so you know. Um, I'm sort of like, okay, it's a dog. Like, it has fur. It doesn't need a sweater. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But I've bought Ash about five or six different sweaters. I like her. So anyway, she's hopping up like and doing something. And I, I look over. There's a female and a male cardinal that are like playing with her. <laughs> it seemed like they were having fun. Like she wasn't growling and the birds weren't like diving it's at her. It's surprising that the birds didn't fly away actually. <clears throat> right. Because you would think, I mean, that, that would be dangerous for yeah. them. They were playing with her. <laughs> and I really believe in my heart that it was like the representation, again, not, you know, reincarnated not into your cardinals. grandma and a bird. <laughs> right. But just sort of like a symbol. Yes. A symbol of, you know, my grandmother and my grandfather right. because they would love Ash. Well, my grandmother did love Ash, but her husband, Leonard, my grandfather, would love Ash. And I believe that, you know, they're. They're together, and they know that we have Ashley, and we call yep. her Ashley because my grandma refused to call her Ash, because when River pronounces it as a three-year-old, it doesn't always it sound doesn't like It doesn't sound Ash. appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but I do believe God shows you through objects and symbols. Right. And if maybe, I don't know, maybe um, maybe you're feeling a little bit sad because maybe you did lose somebody and you're like, well, I haven't had that experience. Right. Why is that? I, I don't, I asked God. Yeah, I was going to say, if you ask, you will yeah. see it. I asked God, like, please, I really want to, I, I really need to know. Did I ever talk about how my grandfather, like I had a sign that my grandfather was in heaven? I don't believe so. I was 15 years old when he died, and he died of pancreatic cancer, so it was very quick. And um, it was kind of shocking. He was only 68 years old, and my grandma was just retiring, and they were about to travel together, and it was sad. And um, um, he died, and I think two nights later, I had a dream. And do you remember? Okay, so this would have been like 96, I think. Okay. So if you remember, we had, Natalie, Mm. we had. No cell phones. Right. No cell phones. But we had um, caller ID boxes. They were were separate from your phone. I do remember those. Okay, so we had this little white box that sat separately on the nightstand or wherever. Wherever you had yours. And. Um, so I'm dreaming, right? This is during my dream. And I'm not a believer at this time. Right. You know, I, I believe God's real, but I didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus like I do now. And I can remember this like it was yesterday that I, the phone rang in my dream and I looked over at the caller ID, you know, cause you always checked who it was before you you answered it. And it said heaven. No, it did not. I'm not kidding. It said heaven, and there were these like... This was in your dream. Yes, it was a dream. Okay, all right. (laughs) No, this is a dream. And there were these like sparkly, like glitters coming out of it. And I picked up the phone, 
and it was my grandpa, and it was his <laughs> voice, and he talked to me, and I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was just like a normal conversation, basically. He was always joking around. He was a huge jokester. Like, I'd call. Maybe this is a little bit inappropriate, but not. it's not bad, so I'm going to say it anyway. So I would call, and I, and he rarely answered the phone, but this one time, I remember he answered the phone, and I was like... Grandpap, I was like, "Where's Grandma?" And he's like, "We're gonna have to call you back. We're making Whoopi." Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> that gosh. wasn't a dream. No, that was real. That was real. That really happened because <laughs> he was funny like that. He would like to like shock you, you right. know, like, catch you off yeah. guard. And I was like, "Grandpap, <laughs> I can't believe you said that." And I think at first I didn't even know what that meant. Right, right. I was sort of like. Megan Whoopi. That was weird. <laughs> That's like from the newlywed game. They used to always really. What? Yes. Yeah. It was. <laughs> he was funny. Um, but yes, I remember that. But I truly believe that. Um, yeah. So there's a male and a female cardinal there playing with my dog. That's fun. So cool. But um, Natalie, this is a different Christmas for us because it's our first without my grandma, and she was a matriarch. You know, right. so it was hard. It's hard to, like, have her not be here because it just really makes everything different. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. And yet at the same time, we know that life is is unpredictable. Yep. And it can be shocking. And it can change in the blink of an eye. And that's why for me, and I'm not leaning on Jesus. Like, I, I just could I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't get through it. Right. right. I couldn't get through this life. And, um, you know, because you just don't, there's not a lot of security. Well, no, it's In not. anything else. Mm-hmm. So what about you guys? Like, tell me something about your Christmas. About my Christmas? Like, you mean like a past Christmas past? Uh, yeah. Tell us. I don't know. Something, well, something the, stands out went, in your mind. I really, when you said about the matriarch, I thought I went to the patriarch. Is oh. that the right word? Here we go. Coffee and scripture. We don't know how to pronounce anything. <laughs> well, I don't know. Talk, talk more about it and then I'll see you if tell I Tell me know. if I'm right. So my grandfather. Oh, yeah. Patriarch. Who was born in 1898. Wow. Yes, um, it's patriarch. That's the correct So word. that's what he was. Uh, my grandmother died probably 20 years before him, if not oh. more. Oh, wow. That's hard. It's, it's hard around for 20. a man to live without a woman. Yeah, so we, he had 11 children, so, like, they took wow. care of him. Like, we had yeah. days of the week we would go visit him. Like, ours was Tuesday night. Right. Um, we would go visit him every Tuesday night. Aw. And he was in St. Andrew's Village, so. Oh, okay. My mom and I would, mostly my mom and I, because I was younger than my other sisters, we would go every Tuesday. But anyway, we would bring him to our house on Christmas when he lived Aww, there. Oh yeah. And I remember... He he was a storyteller. Can you believe it? Like maybe that's where I get this from. <laughs> Passed down through the generations. <laughs> but he, I remember this one Christmas very vividly, <laughs> sitting there drinking his coffee after we had breakfast. Uh huh. And my sister had one of those really big bouncy balls, and she kept like wailing it on the ground, and it would go way up in the air. And he like no, yelled at her like, "You stop doing that!" And it went kerplunk right in his coffee. <laughs> Like you couldn't was have he done mad, that. Natalie? Yes, he was so mad. You couldn't have done that if you tried. <laughs> you couldn't. But have. that was on, on Christmas Day. I remember that's how that. the that game got started. Throwing the ping pong he balls in the cups. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't think he ever had a drink in his life. <laughs> oh wow, that's what all that's that's where that all these college students here in Indiana. That's where they got that from. Dean Clausen, <laughs> <laughs> the originator. That's funny. 
but yeah, so I I do miss him. Um, I think he died. He died on my sixteenth birthday. Aww. So that's weird. You you said your grandfather died on your fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, when I was fifteen. And I remember my mom didn't have a party that year just because it was like, ah, uh, yeah, it's a lot, you know. Sure. And but it did sad. feel different after he was gone because the family all got together with him and, you know. Sure. It changed things. Yeah. How old was he? 98. Wow. Yeah. 98. Yeah. I wish his, I could have had nine more years with my grandma. Right. Yeah. His mind That's was great. very sharp. Like he could tell you stories and riddles and like he remembered everything. Good. But, but you know, like me, couldn't remember what I did just a four seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> he had long term memory, not short term. <laughs> well, it, and it's hard either way, I guess. I don't know. I don't know which is which is harder. Yeah. So I think Christmas is a time of just remembering all of those good things. <clears throat> and, you know, even though he's not here, it's still Christmas is still good, you know? It's just different. Sure. Right. And you sort of start to make new traditions and, you know, different things that you do um, to make it special, you know, in in other ways. Um, I'm still trying to figure out now because we have our new house, like how do I want to decorate my house? Right. Because it's really hard to... um, you know, you sort of buy decorations that are, um, like, that will go in your house, and the house that right. you have. So I had a ranch-style house in Johnstown, and now we have this, like, old house. It's like a old, craftsman. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that's like a big brick house that's three stories and um, built in, I think, 1913. And, right. You know, it has so all cool. the old wood and all of that inside. And I'm like, how do I decorate this? These it's a different look. Yeah, so... I got some candles for the windows this year, and yeah. I put out. I I inherited a lot of beautiful things from my grandmother, really quality things, and um, so wreaths because she was a floral designer. She was really good at make like putting wreaths together and right. making them look really beautiful. So I have um, wreaths out, and I put her big poinsettias on my porch, right. and I got this baker's rack from her, and oh, I just, I kind of like it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was bragging a little bit about that. <laughs> All right, so, um, so we were at Spirit Alive service a couple weeks ago, and Natalie, you did an awesome job sharing your testimony about joy. Oh, thank you. And um, of course, I was bawling the entire <laughs> time, um, as I do when I feel the Holy Spirit and I was really thankful too that um for the friendship that God's given us. And as I say that I was just thinking about how one of the men who listens to our program said, It's weird how you girls always talk about like your relationship with each other because us men, we don't do that. <laughs> it's just neat how God how God makes us different, these are these genders. But anyway, what I was getting at, because you know, Carrie, long winded uh was that during that service, um, we were sitting really close to my husband, Will, who's the worship leader right. at Grace United Methodist. And I was really thanking God for the talent that he's given to my husband and for the um, time and energy and effort that he Will has put into um, being able to sing and being able to play guitar and knowing all these things about sound and everything that he knows. Um, but especially that he's turned it to music to glorify God. Right. And um, it was just really neat to be up close like that. And I think it's why we always want to get like, like you, if you really love a band or something, you want front row seats. Yeah, we like, had front row seats We had night. front row seats and I felt like I could see his lips moving. Yeah. I could see like his beard hair. And I was like 
falling more and more in love with them. It was really kind of cool. Um, but anyway, so Pastor Caleb, um, Pastor Caleb Fugate, he's our college uh, ministry pastor at Grace United Methodist. And he, so he grew up, um, you know, with his parents reading scripture to him. And he had uh, Luke 2, which is entitled oh, yeah. The Birth of Jesus. Right. He had it memorized. He did. I thought the, that was cool. The entire, I think, like 21 verses. I know. And he did not look at a Bible. He didn't look at anything. He didn't he, stutter. No, he walked around and said it in it so beautifully. So I just wanted to read Luke 2 to sure. you because this is what Christmas is about. Uh, in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that had taken place, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth to Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David, which is actually really significant because so basically King David, you know, the one who flung the stone at Goliath, right. he was in the family line of Jesus. And God promised that he would send the Savior through that right. line. And he always keeps his promises. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom, he favor, whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them, they had gone into heaven, and the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you join us again same time next week. You can check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Coffee and Scripture with Carrie and Natalie. Have a great week.